By now you've all heard the awful news that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away. I had just sat down to record today's uh, podcast of Rumble, and I was just in my opening remarks um, when the news came in from our executive producer, Basil Hamden. What an awful, awful night uh, this has been, and into the day, I'm still uh, trying to come to grips with the news and wondering just how much more we can take. I think that um, the important thing right now is uh, to wipe away the tears because this is no time for crying or for sadness or regret. Uh, this is the time to fight. This is the time to do exactly what Justice Ginsburg would want us to do. By now, you've probably read her final words. Uh, if you haven't, I'll, I'll, I'll read them to you. This is according to National Public Radio. Just days before her death, as her strength waned, Ginsburg dictated this statement to her granddaughter, Clara Spera. Quote, My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new president is installed. Those were the final words to us from Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think we have no choice but to honor that wish, not just for her sake, but for all of our sake, for this entire country. You know exactly what Trump is going to do. He's already doing it. And this must not happen. In the coming days, myself and others, we will talk, we will think, and we will act. We will not let this happen. We will not let this stand. We will not let this pass. And I'm not just speaking for myself. I hear every single one of you. That's our first step, to let every single Republican senator know that if they even think about trying to replace Justice Ginsburg in the remaining weeks of Donald J. Trump, whatever he hasn't finished off already when it comes to the Republican Party, this will be your end. This is the end. The American people will rise up. They will remove Trump on November 3rd. And we will make sure that the Republicans never control another damn thing in this country. A new second party will have to be formed. Maybe a third party, but this is over, folks. If the Republicans go along with a criminal president on this. 
This is going to require everyone who's listening to search deep down inside themselves and find the resolve to stop what Trump is planning to do. Trump and McConnell. Let every Republican who's up for re-election on November 3rd in the United States Senate see the polls that are going to be taken this week when the American people, the vast majority of American people in their states are going to say, no, this is morally wrong. This decision rests with whoever wins on November 3rd. Six weeks from Tuesday. We have other remedies. When we flip the Senate on November 3rd, when we take over the Senate and the Democrats will be in charge of the Senate and the House, and I assume the White House, number one, there goes the filibuster. It'll never, it'll never be again where, where a minority of senators will be able to stop something. It'll just be a simple majority, 51 votes, boom, that's it. That's it. Number two, the Constitution allows for the Senate to increase the number of justices on the Supreme Court. If you, if you know this or not, but the founding fathers did not put it in the Constitution that there are nine justices. And so throughout our history, there have been anywhere from, I believe, seven to 11 or more 12, 13 justices. It's changed back and forth any of a number of times. That's because it's legal to do that. So one way to resolve this is to increase the number of justices on the Supreme Court and put in justices that the majority of Americans want sitting there. Another thing, the new Democratic Senate has the power of impeachment. And we should just go back and go right to it, what has already been researched, that Justice Kavanaugh lied under oath during his confirmation hearings. And let's impeach him for committing the felony of lying under oath. We have remedies. This is not a lost battle here, folks. And then there's always the possibility that Trump realizes that by going against the will of the people and going against what the Republicans said that Obama didn't have the right to do when he had almost a full year left in his final term, they said he didn't have the right to name a justice of the Supreme Court and they blocked it. Merrick Garland. Maybe they'll just do the right thing because they'll realize by doing the wrong thing. Trump's definitely going to lose. And the senators who are who are in these toss-up states, they're going to lose, and they're going to wreck their party for good. Maybe, maybe, just maybe they'll understand that. God, she did her best. She tried. She tried to hold out, to hang in there. Oh, my God, what kind of pain did she go through? Four different cancers. Four, five, five bouts, five in the hospital constantly, still doing her work, still showing up, still participating in the arguments at the Supreme Court, never giving in, 
doing her push-ups every day, doing everything she could. She knew she had one job left in her final months, and that was to just stay alive. And Mother Nature or God or whatever, human biology, wasn't going to allow that. The utter irony that this happens just, what, hours before Rosh Hashanah, before the Jewish New Year. Oh, man. I wish I knew some Hebrew words to say in her honor and in her memory. I don't. That's on me. But, you know, she fought for so many years. She was not supposed to be a lawyer because it wasn't really allowed then. She wasn't ever supposed to argue a case in front of the Supreme Court. All the different things that happened to improve things for women. That wasn't supposed to happen. None of it was. But she won. She beat them back. Her brains, her her ability to argue the case, to know right from wrong and to convince others of it, to convince the others being all men on that court. Sometimes I wonder if we deserve people like her. Have we really earned it? The way we behave, the way we treat the other, the way women are treated and continue to be treated, do we really deserve it? Do we deserve her? Do we deserve what she accomplished? What are we going to do with it? All that hard work, all that fight in her and so many other women who fought for these things and the men who were willing enough and brave enough to support them, do we deserve that now? Do we earn that now? Do we follow through and do what they did? Or do we just sit by? Do we just sit by and we say, well, what are we going to do? I can't take it anymore. There's a pandemic going on. There's a thug in the White House. Black Americans are being shot by police. Every few days, there's a new piece of footage of our police treating black people like animals. How many people have died since March? It just doesn't seem, I know, I know, I know what you're feeling, I know, but my friends, we have to buck up. We have to just wipe those tears away and move on immediately. Protect that seat and let the next president have that seat. If the Republicans and Trump are so sure they're going to win, they shouldn't mind that at all because he'll be president on January 20th. Then he can fill the seat. But of course, they know the American people want him the hell out of there. They see the writing on the wall. And that's what we have to do. We have to throw him out of the White House. Job one, two, and three for the next six and a half weeks. Trump removal. And now protect the Ginsburg seat on the Supreme Court. And yes, stay alive. Stay healthy. Don't get sick now. None of us. Don't take any risks with your health right now. We need every single one of us. There's so much else I want to say. I don't, I'm afraid to say it right now because I'm not, I'm not all together at this moment, obviously. 
anybody listening to this, please, if you've had any doubt, I know elections don't always turn out the way we want them. Our candidate doesn't always win. It's a struggle. It's a fight. The fight isn't over. But right now, right now, one job, one job, remove Trump, remove him, remove him now. The episode I was going to record here was to celebrate Election Day because Election Day began yesterday in four states. The lines were so long. People couldn't wait to vote yesterday. And camera crews were there in Richmond, Virginia, and Fairfax County. Everyone wearing a mask. How sad that you then knew who they were going to vote for because the maskless vote for the other one. People couldn't wait to get in there and vote and remove Donald Trump. They couldn't wait. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Everybody lined up hours, hours before we would find out about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This has to continue. Are you with me? Please be with me. We'll hash everything else out later. There are millions of us who believe in all the things that we believe in and believe we can create a better country and we will create that country. And we have so many millions of young people leading us now and black Americans leading us and women leading us and Latino people leading us. It's so powerful what's happened in these last few months during a time you'd think nobody would ever dare step foot out of the house We've created the largest protest movement in the history of this country. Nobody's going to mess with us anymore. We believe in our democracy, and we want whatever we were able to attain, and we hadn't gotten there yet. We hadn't really had a full, full and free and fair democracy, an equitable democracy. None of that had happened yet, but we were on our way. It had gotten better over the two centuries. It had gotten better, not where it needed to be, but you could see, really, you could see it, couldn't you? You could see, especially out in the streets over the summer, you could see the light down there at the end of that tunnel. By the time you hear this, I'll be doing what you'll be doing and everybody else is going to be doing. We're going to stop Trump from filling the seat. We're going to stop the Republicans from filling the seat. And we are going to remove Donald J. Trump from the White House. Please send me your thoughts. I'd love to read anything from any of you right now. Mike at michaelmore.com. That's it. Or go to the link here on the on the platform page for the voicemail. It goes to I have a cell phone number set up for this podcast. It's my cell phone. I'm the one who listens to your message. So leave me a message. Leave me your ideas. Tell me what we need to do. I'll come back and talk to you here in the next 24 hours or so. And uh, we'll have a plan. All right. We'll have a plan. They don't know what is in front of them here when it comes to the tens of millions of us, the majority of this country. To the family of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, my condolences, my gratitude for your family, for what it's given us. Thank you for sharing her with us. We'll never forget her. We'll never forget her sacrifice. We'll never forget your sacrifice as her family. We will persevere. We will persist. 
We will overcome. That's what we're going to be doing. We are not going to lose. I'm Michael Moore, and this is a podcast called Rumble. I'll talk to you very soon.